0: Hey guys, I'm Sage, and this is the Iconic Dollcast. On this podcast, I'll be talking about iconic dolls and their cultural impact over time. As a longtime doll collector, I thought it would be interesting to go back and research all about the dolls that I had growing up. This includes everything from Barbie to Britney, all the way to American Girls, and so much more. I specialize in making customized versions of the Britney Spears doll. If you haven't yet, give me a follow on Instagram, Britney Spears Custom Dolls. On TikTok, Britney Spears Dolls, and Twitter, B Spears Dolls. You can also follow the official podcast Instagram, Iconic Dollcast. Hello everyone! Welcome to the Iconic Dollcast. My name is Sage, your host. Thank you guys so much for being here. We are in Season 2. I am so excited about this episode. We are talking about Mary-Kate and Ashley dolls. And, I mean, if you want to talk about iconic, legendary, I mean, I I don't even remember a time in my life without Mary-Kate and Ashley I wouldn't call myself, you know, a Mary-Kate-Nashley super fan, but, you know, I've definitely been aware of them my entire life. I think, when did Full House come out? Like 1993 or something? So I was, you know, two or three years old. I was born in 1990, and I mean, they've just always been around, right? And I know, like, now it's a little bit different, you know, they're not so much in the public eye. Definitely, still media targets. You definitely still see them and read about them. But I mean, I just the way Mary Kate and Ashley really, really just took over the world. I mean, it was kind of around you know the same time as Britney, and yeah, I mean you couldn't you couldn't go anywhere without seeing Mary Kate and Ashley on the covers of magazines. Their movies were always around. You know, they had new movies coming out all the time. Just such iconic moments. You know, Billboard Dad, Passport to Paris, Holiday in the Sun, New York Minute. I mean, it's just endless. And then, obviously, of course, I mentioned it before Full House. I mean, these girls were just absolute icons. And, you know, they still are. And, like Britney and, you know, several other celebrities, they had their own doll line and it's a very, very successful doll line. I, you know, numbers are one thing I, you know, you can base success off of, but, um, Mary Kate and Ashley dolls are something that I see quite frequently. I do, you know, for my custom doll business, I am always at thrift stores and I always, always see Mary-Kate and Ashley dolls and that just tells me how successful they were you know many kids had these I know some of my friends had them I never personally had a Mary-Kate and Ashley doll as as a kid or a teenager I have I have a couple now um but I mean just legends absolute legends and I'm so excited today I'm going to be talking with Derek Dobson And he runs a really incredible Mary-Kate and Ashley doll fan page on Instagram and TikTok. You can look that up. It's Derek's doll collection, D-E-R-R-I-C-K-S, doll collection. And we are going to have a discussion about Mary-Kate and Ashley, their dolls, their iconic impact, just everything you could imagine. It was so much fun having him on the show, and I hope you guys enjoy it. Before we get into that, uh, please check out my Instagram, Britney Spears Custom Dolls, TikTok, Britney Spears Dolls, the show's Instagram, Iconic doll Dollcast. Uh, give me a follow, leave me a review for this podcast. It really helps. And yeah, thank you guys again so much for listening and let's get into the interview. Okay, so Derek, thank you so much for being on the Iconic Dollcast. Today, we are going to talk about Mary-Kate and Ashley dolls. But before we get into them, could you give me a little bit of a background on yourself, your Instagram account that you run, and what made you love Mary-Kate and Ashley so much?
1: Yeah, so um, my name is Derek, and I have probably been a fan of Mary-Kate and Ashley my entire life. There was kind of a period in my life, probably in like my mid-20s where I kind of went on about my life didn't really catch up with Mary-Kate and Ashley they kind of went away in like Mm -hmm. 2004 so I kind of also went my own separate way and I ended up getting rid of all of my Mary-Kate and Ashley I had a huge collection of Mary-Kate and Ashley so not just like the dolls but I had movies I had I mean if you know Mary-Kate and Ashley you kind of know they were They were, like, everywhere. So they had everything, especially in, like, the the early 2000s. They were, like, little mini Martha Stewart's. They just had so much product. So I kind of had everything that they had ever put out. And then they went away, and I put everything in storage, and then I got rid of all of it. And then I started feeling, like, super nostalgic in my later years. And I have an office, which is where I'm sitting right now, and – I just wanted to like spruce it up and so I got the first Mary-Kate and Ashley dolls on eBay that I had when I was a kid and it kind of just snowballed. I kind of just like got into like, I need this. I want to get this one. I want to get that one. And so, yeah, I kind of just dove back into collecting Mary-Kate and Ashley dolls because that of everything that they had played the biggest part in my life. And I just have always loved dolls. So I know that you make custom Britney dolls. Mm -hmm. And I'm a huge Britney fan from the very beginning. But I never had the Britney dolls. My opening to dolls was the Wizard of Oz dolls that came out in 1989. Mm -hmm. And they were part of what they were... They called it the 50th anniversary of the Wizard of Oz. So they had so much product in the early, early 90s. And that was my first real, like doll awakening i don't know if that's the right way to say it but i remember everything about that doll i still have the doll i went and repurchased the whole pack of dolls that had come out so at my dad's my dad was really awesome. He supported my love for dolls. So over at my dad, I had just Barbies. I kind of told you a little bit. The one that you just shared recently was the Barbie. And that just like opened up. Oh, working a out flood Barbie. Of memories that I had. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I remember that song. I remember just the aesthetic of her. Like it was just, yeah. So I kind of always loved dolls. And like, even though I kind of went away from Mary-Kate and Ashley, their dolls played such a huge part that... Yeah, I kind of went back to that. I started the Mary-Kate and Ashley doll Instagram to kind of give a chronological order. There wasn't a lot of information out there about the dolls, and I learned a lot recollecting because there were dolls I didn't even know that had come out. There was no portal to buy the dolls or figure out where the dolls were coming from or if they were exclusive in, like, Canada or mm. um exclusive to, like, a certain <laughs> store. We didn't really know, even at the, the height of Mary-Kate and Ashley their popularity on the internet. So I wanted to just create a platform because I know I'm not the only one who liked Mary Kate Nashley dolls. And I've learned creating it that there were still a lot of Mary Kate Nashley doll fans out there. And I just wanted to create kind of like a chronological order of all the dolls, all the gift packs, all the playsets, the everything you could think of that was kind of encompassed into that Mary Kate Nashley doll line.
0: Absolutely. That's kind of where I'm at with Brittany. Um, I think when I was researching Mary Kate and Ashley Dolls, I actually had a little bit more of a difficult time finding information about them. Whereas Brittany information was just right there for me. And As a collector, I had learned through other people just, oh, this one's from here. This one's from here. This is a variation. But with the Mary-Kate and Ashley dolls, like, I couldn't even find a a solid number of how many they sold, which I thought was really weird because all the other doll lines, there's at least a rough estimate, uh, you know, 5 million, 11 million, whatever. With Mary-Kate and Ashley there was not. But I know that these dolls were so successful because to get parts for the custom dolls that I make, I go to thrift stores constantly. It's every weekend, I mean, sometimes a couple times during the week, I will stop by thrift stores just to get parts. And I always see a Mary Kate Nashley doll, which means that a lot of people had them. So I thought it was really interesting that I couldn't I couldn't find too much on that. But Mattel produced these, right? Yeah. so it's so crazy to me just because,
1: It kind of makes sense. Mary-Kate and Ashley were very private. Everything that they'd made, whether it was partnerships through like Mattel or Walmart or anything, they never came out with specific numbers through their partners. It was always like Dual Star, which was their parent company, made this much money. It's a billion dollar company. But they never really gave numbers for anything, for anything specific. It was just kind of overall. Or they gave for their videos, which were always in the top for uh, children's videos, so oh yeah, yeah, I I don't know why they didn't do that because in um, 2002, Mattel literally made a statement that they were the number one celebrity selling doll, beating Britney. But I can't say that 100% authentically just because I've reached out to people from LinkedIn who worked at Mattel just to get something, and I can't I can't get anything. That's I can't find so it.
0: Interesting. After I had finished my. Brittany and Spice Girl episode, someone had messaged me and was like, what about Mary-Kate and Ashley? And I was like, well, according to everything I've read, it's Spice Girls and Britney. Those are the top two selling. But I that's where, that's where I got this. I, I was like, I got to talk to someone who collects Mary-Kate and Ashley dolls because I could not find anything. So, I mean, obviously, Mary-Kate and Ashley, I mean, they're these icons. I remember their movies. My favorite is New York Minute. I know that was their last one, but it is, I own that one. But I remember, you know, they obviously had a very friendly deal with ABC Family. Their movies were on constantly as I was a kid. And I know that a lot of the dolls kind of coincided with the movies that were coming out, which is really smart it's really nice for kids to have something to play with where they have like an example of what they're basing you know their imagination off of but uh, one question i had is do you know how involved they were in the creation of their doll yeah so for the first uh, they they came out with a lot of dolls and towards the
1: end they weren't They weren't involved at all. They were kind of just signing off, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. Um, But the very first set of dolls that came out, which kind of snowballed the whole thing for them, they were 100% involved. I know that in January of 1999, they started those meetings with Mattel on what they wanted their dolls to look like. So that was, they took tours of, of Mattel, how they made the dolls, what the process basically was. And they did say on their official website that they had about 12, 12 or so meetings with Mattel before they established what the actual dolls would look like, um, what they would be wearing. They did actual like face molds of them that they they did everything. So they picked up the outfits they designed. Well, they designed the outfits Um, they picked out uh, or they did like little tiny changes on like sweaters, their noses um, how they wanted their hair, how they wanted their smile. So a lot of people um, don't know this, but the two face molds are completely different. So um, the Mary Kate doll smiles with her teeth and the Ashley doll smiles with her lips. So you'll see a lot of times. Um, on eBay, especially, or like sell when people are selling them, they're like, they'll sell two used dolls, but they'll both be Mary Kate, but they'll kind of Mary Kate Ashley, because they don't, why would anyone else know those just the super tiny details? So they were very specific on how they wanted each of their doll to look, um, from their way they smile to the way they were dressed, Um, at the time, Mary-Kate was kind of more tomboyish. Mm -hmm. So she got kind of more of like a masculine boyish look. And then Ashley was way more feminine. So she got the skirt and, um, the cardigan and all of that. So they were 100% involved from the start to the end.
0: Very cool. And I will say a lot of people have lots of things to say about, especially celebrity face molds. I will say that I think Mary-Kate and Ashley is actually really accurate. Um, you can't, you can't look at that doll and not know who it is. It's just, I mean, there's some really, really bad celebrity dolls out there. But Mary and Kate and Ashley, I, th- I would think, actually comes in, for me, like second to Britney Spears on accuracy. I think that it really, really looks like them. It is,
1: honestly, especially for the time that they had made it when they were that specific age, the face mold never really changed. Mattel kind of tweaked a little bit as they got older, but the original face mold... To their likeness was to me, and I love dolls. Uh, they were they were uncanny. I'm also biased because I'm a huge Mary Kate Ashley doll fan. That's but. how
0: I am with Britney. I think I think <laughs> Brittany is like a phenomenal doll, and they did a few for her. And I'm like, these all look like her. I don't know what you guys are talking about, but yeah, I mean, they 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 look incredibly. Close to what they look like. And I know Mattel is really, really skilled with their face mold. So that could be it. Um, But uh, phenomenal, phenomenal. Do you know how many different sets of dolls were released? So if we're talking
1: kind of their 10-inch dolls, they did 46 different dolls. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. But of those, six were gift packs. So they kind of started out... Just as fashion dolls. They weren't really based, they weren't based off of their film um, adaptations. So they were just fashion dolls. They had all kinds of just random fashion dolls from, you know, like graduation dolls, uh hair doll, uh, like a, a spa day doll. Just so many different ones. And then it was kind of the later years that I think, which is it honestly was brilliant that they did fashion packs and dolls based off of their movie, like. So they did um, 46 different dolls. They did five smaller, like six inch dolls, like just super oh. posable based off of a, a cartoon series that they did, because like I said, they did everything. So they had, um, and that show is called Mary-Kate and Ashley in Action. And um, they did an airplane for those dolls specifically. They did a car for the 10 inch dolls behind me. Um, And that doll or that car was actually just, was an actual like replica of um, another Barbie car that had come out. So they basically just used the exact same one and changed the stickers. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Recycled the
1: whole thing. And then they had 15 fashion packs. So yeah, they had quite a bit. And then, sorry, four play sets as well. So they had, they had a whole line of
0: just, yeah, it's galore. the full it's the full ticket with them. I was looking yeah. I, I was looking at some of the merch and I was like this is endless. Like just it's been Britney's that way too and it's just like yeah. crazy because people don't they're like oh there was a Britney Spears doll. I'm like oh there's like 50 Britney Spears dolls and yeah. plus this like stage and these cars and like fashion packs and it's really cool how they do this. Um and I think it just shows you I I think only super super iconic people get that and yep. Um, Mary-Kate and Ashley is no exception. They have an immense amount of merchandise that went with these dolls. So we we talk a lot about prototypes on, on the show. Was there any kind of prototype or were they, and have you seen them? Were they a lot different?
1: So in all of my years, I've only seen one prototype, which is still floating around online just because the price the price they're asking for, it's not worth it to me. And I'm a huge Mary-Kate and Ashley fan, collector, whatever, doll fan. Um, but it's based off of their... Pro- I've never seen one of the 10-inch dolls, which is just the, the bigger doll. It was based off of the 6-inch posable dolls that they had come out with. So that's the only prototype I've ever seen. Um, and again, it's still out there. I just... How it's really cool looking, but yeah, I, and it's, it really honestly is not that much different from the one they released. It's almost exactly the same. Just like the painting is a little bit different on the dolls, was, but yeah, it, it was probably hand painted. Really is, yeah.
0: Yeah. It it really, that's kind of it though. How interesting. Yeah. I have yet, that no one has yet to see the prototypes of the Britney doll. There was a version of the Britney doll that she was like, I'm not, you're not, this is not what we're putting out. And it has never been, been seen and i'm like really trying to get some of the creators to send me some pics because i want to see them
1: and i'm sure you're familiar with the like the barbie catalogs where mm-hmm. mattel kind of sends them out and you see what is coming up of them um and i have seen so many that were so drastically different in the picture than they are when they're released and i'm like oh yeah where are the where are those dolls i would I would love to, especially the ones that were never released, like I would love to own whatever mock-up or prototype they used for those pictures because they're beautiful.
0: Oh, yeah. It's like for prototypes, especially ad prototypes, they always look, you know, I mean, not to lessen the dolls that are out, but they always look spectacular, right? And then you yeah. get yours and you're like, oh, but it's kind of like the the like grail for collectors to get their yeah. hands on a prototype. Is this doll line really heavy in variation? And when I say variation, like with and I'm I'm a, I in every episode I'm always just going back to Brittany, because it's what I know, right? You could get, you know, six or seven different versions of the Oops, I did it again cat suit because they would change out the box or they would throw in different accessories or they would change the head mold. Is this something that occurred with the Mary Kate Nashley line? So If you, it
1: really just depended on where you purchased the doll from. So I know in Australia, they had a version of a Mary Kate Nashley Walmart exclusive doll, but because there was no Walmart there at the, I don't even know if there is now, but at the time when these dolls were released, there was no Walmart. So they took out the Walmart accessories and put in a Mary Kate Nashley like book to promote their books and took off on the box all Walmart. Promote, you know, wording yep. of any kind. And so that was really it. They had a a graduation prom. There were two different kates. So one had, like, super flowy hair and the other one had straight hair. Um, but that's really it for, like, variations. Um, if you purchased it in the U.S., they were all the same. Um, if you purchased it outside of the U.S., yeah, the writing was different. The, the language was obviously different in some countries. Yes. Um, they had... Um, someone, uh, oh my gosh, where is it? I can't even remember now off the top of my head. It was just a uh, French, sorry, in, in France. So, uh, they, it was written, yeah, in a different language. And so, yeah, it really just depended on where you were purchasing them from.
0: So these, these dolls were worldwide. Yeah, they were
1: worldwide. So not at the be not at the very beginning, but I would say around probably the last two years that they were, um, the last two years that they were in production, you could find them worldwide
0: well that is that makes it even more interesting why we can't find an exact number of how many were sold that's so bizarre because obviously i mean mary kate and ashley are were worldwide icons and i mean um we'll get into what they're up to today in just a little bit but that's just it's just so crazy now i know that i mean i when i'm doing my research i always get on the ebay check out like what you know what dolls are worth and you know ebay is eh, you can kind of gauge you know where their value is but sometimes you know there's people who sell them for way too much and they'll just be listed there forever but what what is the do you like what is the collectible value of these today and what were they like what was their general retail price when they came out do you know you know what
1: i do um (laughs) I'm, I kick myself all the time because I wish that I had, number one, bought more dolls at the time because they were so cheap. And I was just a kid, so I didn't really understand right. how cheap they were until I was repurchasing later. And that was the first place I went was eBay. I found the first set of dolls, which were – they're super easy to come by. They're actually super cheap to get to in comparison. So when they first came out – each doll, so they were packaged differently. So you had individual dolls that were um, exclusives, and that's what I'll call them because you could only find exclusives. Were just the doll, not really accessories. Maybe you got like one or two things um, in the box, but you got no extra clothes. You got nothing with it. You got the doll basically, um, and those were as cheap as seven dollars. Oh, wow. and then you would get kind of a bigger box with. Uh, accessories, clothes, all you know all kinds of different things. Um and those were about $15 to $17. And then you got your gift packs which were $20 to $40 near the very okay. end. And nowadays they're worth um so like ones that were worth $7, you they're anywhere between 40 to 50 60ish dollars. Um for the non-rare ones, for the rarer ones 100 to $200, uh, if they're the rare ones.
0: I was looking, I was like, well, I like a New York Minute. So I was like, I'm going to look and see what, if yeah. they, I was like, I don't know if they were still doing it at that point, but they were, there was New York yeah, Minute. and dolls that was, and was actually like, the, right, never mind. the this I like don't know what it was about New York like,
1: Minute. What a joke. <laughs> Their popularity must have been, um, or at least the production of those must not have been as high because the play sets and the dolls themselves I, they were the last things I bought because they were just so expensive and I just could never justify spending that much, even though I absolutely wanted them. But after, you know, three years, I it hadn't changed in price. So I really didn't have a choice.
0: Yeah. It's just going to go up, unfortunately. So, uh, I mean, I'm so jealous. I was like, these are so cute. (laughs) Damn it. Like, (laughs) of course, of course, the the ones that I want are like so fucking expensive, whatever. Um, But yeah, I've I've noticed that too. Like Britney dolls and, and Spice Girl dolls, you know, 10 to 20 bucks when they came out. I had a bunch when I was growing up, thankfully, but I am not... I think with almost everyone that I've talked to, they're like the inbox type of collectors. I'm not that way. I have to take them out immediately. Like I, with my Britney, especially at my adult collection, I have gotten a lot better about it. But um, often I just take them out of the box. But I feel so lucky that I had so many of the Britney dolls when I was a kid because now they're like, you know, $200, $300. And I'm like, yeah, oh, I already have it. Thank God. Yeah. Did these dolls, I, I couldn't find anything about it. Did these dolls have any kind of controversies? Because most doll lines do, but Mary-Kate and Ashley, I could not really find anything.
1: I don't know. And the thing, I don't, I don't want to say it's a controversy at all, but at this point, Mary-Kate and Ashley had so much product and they always kind of marketed themselves as like the bosses. They approved everything, every picture, every detail of everything. And there was a point where, probably mid 2004 when actually basically probably all of 2004, every single doll that they had come out with was mixing up their pictures of who they actually were. Um, the names were on the wrong box. Uh, so that's really the only thing was just the information on the dolls were incorrect, but actual like issues no,
0: there were no. Yeah, I, I couldn't find anything. Yeah, and it's, it just sounds like at the end they were over it, but it was probably a yeah. contracted thing. So, like, the companies were over it, they were over it, so they were just like, just put it out, doesn't matter. I've, I've seen that happen quite a bit.
1: So when they took over Dualstar, which is, their again, their parent company, um, as soon as they turned 18, they f- they fired Robert Thorne, who was their business manager from the, the get-go, from the time they were infants um, on Full House, uh because they they said this in an interview they were they had so many products they didn't even know what their name was on at a point where they had almost just become entrepreneurs they weren't actresses anymore they right. were just a name on product and they cut every they cut everything they they said as soon as they turned 18 and took dual star they rebranded and there were dolls that they were supposed to come with that didn't happen Uh, probably also because they didn't continue any kind of contract or they bought out their contract. I don't know, but something happened
0: for sure. I mean, yeah, I mean, they've had quite a life. I could totally see them. I mean, and we're about to get into it, I swear. Um, but (laughs) you know, they've obviously had a major career shift since, you know, they were kids and it makes sense to me because like, yeah. I Googling Mary-Kate and Ashley merchandise is you could be looking at it for hours. There's just hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of different things. And I mean, just imagine being someone like Mary-Kate or Ashley Olsen and going to target and seeing this doll that you were like, what, (laughs) when did did they put that out? Or like, Oh, we still have school supplies and what is this shirt? And Uh that, like, I can totally see them just being like, no, we're done. We've put out. And I mean, to their credit. I mean, they're billionaires. So like yeah. they, you know, they made their coin, um, but yeah. I definitely could see them. I mean, and just the way that their life has gone, is just so fast. I'm sure they were dying for some kind of control, which yeah. I'm sure I, they seem to have now. Do you have, is there a favorite Mary Kate and Ashley doll set or specific doll that you have?
1: So I have a favorite set and then like a nostalgic set so my nostalgic set is the third dolls they released, which is called the movie magic dolls. They're just so pretty. I remember just opening them and playing, actually like physically playing with them, uh, creating scenes from their movies. They came with like a premiere dress and a, just a regular outfit and then movie set accessories. And then the commercial super nostalgic for me as well, because they're actually in it. And the, pictures on the box reflect the commercial and the dolls had their newer hair cuts that they had at the time and so yeah it's just so nostalgic for me and then i have um my actual just favorite set because it's so beautiful and it was my it's my all-time favorite is um based off of their movie the uh winning london Mm -hmm. and ashley's hair is super curly and then and it's the only doll they had where any of them have non uh like straight hair and oh. so, and then um, Mary-Kate has just, it's like a, I don't even know, a quaffed hair as well. And they just have the outfits from the movie. It's just, the packaging is also absolutely stunning. So yeah, probably those two are my, my I
0: remember that movie. I'm going to have to check that out. Uh-uh.
1: It's different going back as an adult and watching them because I actually recently went back and watched a bunch of the Mary-Kate and Ashley films. And I was like, Hmm. They definitely were right <laughs> when they said that Mary-Kate and Ashley, uh, when they had come out with movies, they weren't, we were never watching them for the acting. And right. I didn't know that. Like, if you had asked 14-year-old Derek, like, why I was watching, like, they're the best actresses in the world. Uh, there's, back, a reason, like, yeah, there's a reason. I think there's a reason why they they have,
0: they're not doing it anymore. The audience. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This but, I mean, absolutely amazing, that That's not to take away from their talents or anything. I just, I I, I could see that. I think, uh, which ones do I remember? I remember Winning London. I remember Holiday in the Sun. Yeah. Um, Billboard Billboard Dad, Passport to Paris. Uh, I think that's all I could think of. And oh, it takes two, but I don't, that was like their first one, right? Yeah. That was their first theatrical release. Yeah. Yeah. And like one of their only theatrical releases, right? New York Minute. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so only the two, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's so funny. Are there any Mary-Kate and Ashley dolls that you wish they would have made? It sounds like they did a whole ton, but... Yeah, so one of my favorite
1: movies uh, was called Our Lips Are Sealed, and there's this super iconic outfit that they wear on a ship where it's like super 70s retro vibe, Uh, Ashley's got a hair or Mary Kate's got a hairband just big old earrings like a lot big boots I would have given anything for that if they had just made a doll based off of that one outfit that would be amazing
0: oh my gosh yeah our lips are sealed I gotta write all this down because I am gonna (laughs) I don't know I I feel like I saw that you know there were some that didn't get released and one of my favorite moments in New York Minute is when they go to the hair salon and it's yes. like so camp and i saw that they were going to make dolls out of those there was like there was prototypes or sketches or something yes. of it and they didn't they, they ever were, put those out so it was actually going to be a fashion pack
1: that was supposed oh. to go with so in the new york minute playset they have this bar with a bunch of hangers on it and those fashion packs were actually supposed to go so you could buy the playset the dolls and the fashion packs hang those fashion packs on the hangers that they had uh, because that New York minute playset came with no fashions at all. Um But I saw that prototype picture. And even though it's super small and blurry, I know exactly what the outfits yeah, look like. I was like, oh.
0: that scene was amazing. Yeah, and I would so have good. given anything for those outfits too. Those were great. Obviously Mary Kay and Ashley had this very successful, you know, career and then things kind of shifted quite a bit after they grew up (laughs) turned 18 it seemed to all kind of at least in like a celebrity way sort of slow down they're still like huge media targets I you know I still hear about them and stuff but what are your thoughts on how their career has gone and what they're up to now you know what when I
1: when it had first happened, it was it's so weird because I grew up literally year by year, grew up with Mary Kane, actually. So when they started going away, it kind of felt like a breakup. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was like, like the one consistent thing in my life was like gone. And so at the time I was like devastated that they were stepping away, that they weren't doing anything anymore. They weren't going to do any more films. They weren't going to do any more dolls. They weren't going to do it. Everything I loved about mary Kane actually kind of just went away. And so now as an adult, and I've learned a lot of what actually happened to them as they were growing up in the business. And you learn a lot more when you get older and you mm-hmm. see a lot of people for who they really are. Um, I'm so happy for them that they get to live their lives authentically and the way they want to. They get a lot of uh, flack for not smiling or looking like gremlins which is what people call them like it in fear fake smiling and not being 100 themselves for everybody else and so now when you do get a glimpse of their smile it's genuine it's because they want to they do everything that they want to on their terms and that's That's amazing to me. I love the way I know that they had always been into fashion from that, from the very beginning. So to see them as these huge fashion moguls, I, yeah, it, it just makes sense.
0: Yeah. And it's also just like, I think. With the amount of work that they were doing growing up, like being in movies, being on TV, pushing out all this products. I think it must be really nice for them to just, I mean, first of all, they don't, they don't have to work another day of their lives if they don't want to. Um, I mean like they're set there. I mean, it's like generational wealth at this point, you know, but it it says, it, it says a lot that they're still willing to be involved in something. And it sounds like they really are really passionate about their, you know, fashion brand and kudos to them for that. I think it's really cool. Um, And totally understandable. I just think, I mean, and we're not going to get into all the things that happened to them growing up and all the problems that they've gone through. But, I mean, uh, it's kind of, I mean, again, it's kind of the same with Britney Spears. Like, I don't really, if she wants to work again, like, good for her. But I don't expect her to. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, if she doesn't, if she doesn't perform again, I'm not, I'm not surprised. I... Yeah, I'm always defending Britney on
1: on the Twitter, on the forums. (laughs) I'm like, Britney literally gave us everything she could for her entire career. We have unlimited amounts of music. We have unlimited amounts of top-tier performances. She doesn't have to do anything anymore if she doesn't want to. And I am perfectly happy with that. If she wants to release a song and not promote it, thank you for gifting us that song. If she wants to go... And express herself on Instagram. Please give us whatever you are willing to give us on your terms. Like, I am forever grateful for everything she gave us.
0: Yeah, me too. And I mean, same with Mary-Kate and Ashley. Like, they've done they've oh. done enough <laughs> when yep. it comes to, you know, all their branding. Stuff. How,
1: like, how much more can they get? When you've done it all, how much more can you give?
0: Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, especially when it's like, you know that these roles were probably just being handed to them, and it was like, you're doing this movie, then you're going to do this one, and then this one, oh, and yeah. then, then we're going to promote here, here, and here, and you're, it's a schedule, and you have to do it. So I'm sure it's yeah. just like, nope, and like good for them for being like, no, we no more. Yeah, I love that. Um, it takes a lot takes a to a lot. stand up. Yeah. To stand up to the industry like that, so props to them. Do you think, I already know the answer to this, but do you think we will ever see another set of Mary-Kate and Ashley dolls? No. I don't think so. I would love that more than anything. Just like, give me that our
1: lips are still dull, but no, we will never, we will never get one.
0: As so much get as I them want now. It. Get them now before yeah, they're all Yeah. Get them gone. now before you can't. <laughs> yeah. Because they're only going up in price. <laughs> if someone listening is trying to start a Mary Kate and Ashley doll collection, where do you think they should start? Um start with my Instagram. Yeah, get an idea of
1: what the dolls are, how many there are, which ones you want. If you want the whole collection, I actually, I have a follower who started collecting because of my Instagram and she has them all again. Like she has them all now. So like start there and then go on eBay. And if you want to spend the big bucks on them, spend the big bucks. If you want to wait it out, wait it out. Um, do you, know your research on it which i make it very easy for you on my website or on my instagram um but yeah that's a great place to start and then just go to facebook marketplace that's a really that's a great one to find super cheap mary kate and ashley dolls because they're not you're not competing with a bunch of people um poshmark also even though it's like a clothing play i bought three sets of my dolls on poshmark um Macari, you know, any of those selling websites, I put in the search bar, Mary Kate Nashley Ashley dolls and get those notifications.
0: Yeah. And keep up with it because, yeah, you could find a lot of stuff on those websites that would normally be like three hundred dollars. Someone will yeah. post it because they didn't know and you'll get yeah. it for like 15 bucks. So, yeah, definitely suggest that. And how many Mary Kate Ashley dolls do you think you have?
1: I have them all except for one set, which was exclusive to Canada. I have a couple like Canadian uh, websites that I, uh,
0: that I follow, but uh, yeah, I can't find it. Oh, you'll find it eventually. I, one I have day. Faith. I'm hopeful. Yeah, yeah. So Derek, where can people find you on social
1: media? Um, you can find me on Instagram and TikTok. It's Derek's doll collection.
0: And you have all the Mary Kate and Ashley doll info- information that anyone could need on there. It's really amazing. everything you need from
1: yes. prices to SKU numbers. If you're trying to find it uh, through SKU number websites, uh, information secrets, you know, or information about the actual dolls uh, from the Mattel website at the time they were released just like random little tiny things that no one cares about but it's nice to have
0: some people definitely care some about d- it though, you're right so. some people do. <laughs> <laughs> i do yes all right well thank okay. you so much for being here and hopefully we will get to chat again soon yeah thank you for having me it was a lot of fun and there you guys have it. I hope you learned a little bit more about Mary-Kate and Ashley dolls. This was such a fun conversation. Derek, thank you again for being on the show. Personally, I learned so much. I had a blast doing this. Make sure you guys follow me on Instagram, Britney Spears Custom Dolls, TikTok, Britney Spears Dolls. You can follow the show's Instagram, Iconic cast And until then, I will see you guys next time.